Welcome to Breaking the Ice, a podcast about stammering. Brought to you by people who stammer. Should we just start? Start, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. let's start. So okay, we're um, going to talk about our, our school days this evening, which yeah. we think might be quite different experiences because of the difference in our ages. As I've mentioned before, I'm just a little bit older than you are. Well, I'm not sure if we mentioned you're more than twice my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if okay, we mentioned well, that. Mention it now, then. <laughs> let's, let's get more that than on twice. the record, shall we? You've lived for <laughs> more than twice as long as me. That's um, amazing. If my maths serves me correctly, you went to school in the 1960s. Correct. Oh, see that? Um, and in fact, I even started school in the 1950s. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 1950s. Um, so I know this is a long, long, long time ago. So it's a stammer. I was not emphasising how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> do you um, remember your stammer playing a part in your school life? Yeah, I have a very early memory. So this would be in the 1950s because this would have been at a, um, a prep school. It wasn't a kindergarten as such, but it was a, a prep school. So I'd have been... Um, five or six probably maybe even four perhaps um and i can just i just have this memory of sitting in the classroom um at my desk and wanting to go to the toilet and not being able to ask may i go to the toilet please Oh, no. um, and that is, I think, my earliest memory of ever having a problem with my speech and, and not being able to say what I wanted to. So I think a good point to make here is your speech now, your stammer is quite mild. Um, mm, but yeah. from from what I've heard from what we've talked about, your speech was a lot worse when you were at school. Yeah, it it was. Um, And I think, interestingly, my memory is when I went to my sort of proper prep school when I was seven, for the next couple of years, my speech was okay. So it was almost like the stammer had cleared and then it came back again when I was, I don't know, about 10, 11, maybe. So do you um, feel so do you feel like in that time you didn't have a stammer? Is that kind of how it that's, felt? That's my memory. I've, I've got no means of confirming that now, but mm. that's my memory is of having it when I was very young, four or five, and it then disappearing and then coming back again. Um and I, I mean, I, I was younger than when I, I, I became a teenager. So I'm, I'm reckoning it was 11, 12, maybe that, that, that sort of age range. Uh, and it then came back with a, oh. a vengeance. Yeah. I think I've heard people say that that's not 
uncommon for that to happen. Yeah. And I think, isn't there stats that three and four children with a stammer below the age of about four or five kind of um, like kind of lose it, kind of drop it as they grow up? So I think, yeah. I'm sure I've heard that a lot of the time it's it's yeah. something that they have when they're very young, they're first learning to, to talk and to speak yeah. that then they grow out of. Yeah. And so turning that question around, what, what's your earliest memory um, at the school, say, or e even before, of having difficulty with your speech? Is, is it as young as I was? Um, no. I remember it not being a big deal. It being a part of me, but not something that I tried to hide and it wasn't a bad thing. It was just just a, a part of me. And, mm -hmm. and it was never, and I was never, I never remember being scared to talk, um, scared to put my hand up. I remember a supply teacher coming in one day. I must have been maybe seven or eight. And this is a time when... Um, in class, we would we'd go up and we'd read to the teacher, like we just just to the teacher. And there was a supply teacher in, and I I stammered as I read the book, and he kind of asked me, oh, "Are you nervous? Like, don't 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 be sort of thing." Like, right. or or did he or you said that, or are you cold or something like that? Right. <clears throat> and and then I didn't really think much more of it. Um. So I don't know if that counts as one of my first yeah, time, but yeah. the first sort of the first big thing came when I was about nine, and I don't know if I did this when you were at school, but um, each each class throughout the year would give like a like a talk or a show to the rest of rest of the school, um, right. and like yeah. mums and dads could come along that sort of okay. thing. It, it would be about what you were doing at the time, I think. It would right. just be, <clears throat> or it might be like a short, like a play or something, or songs or that kind of thing. But there was one where we all had a line, a few words to say, like a line each. Um, okay. And this was around the time that I was at speech ther therapy. Um, okay. And I remember my speech therapy therapist being really really pleased because it was something because I came to him and I said oh, I've got this these two lines I need to say um and he was really pleased like oh that's great we've got we can work towards that we can use your breathing yeah, technique that we've learned right. okay you know we can put that towards and then I remember doing a run through in front of the class and mm. and my teacher who was really really nice like potentially my favorite um, teacher that I've had I think saying like we all we all went through and did the lines and then she kind of said oh so Tom's gonna use his new breathing technique that he's right, okay. learned kind of thing right, right. I remember, remember thinking of it not being particularly a big deal no. but I kind of I stood up and I did my my lines fine and then the teacher kind of was like um oh, isn't that brilliant? Like, doesn't Tom sound great? Like, is, isn't is it, like, kind of trying to re-enforce 
to me in the class like that I'd done really well I suppose yeah, like it was a really sure. good thing right. which again I kind of it, to me it wasn't that big a deal but I think okay. by the teacher kind of pointing that out yeah made it more of a big deal perhaps yeah and yeah. made it more of a, th a thing to talk about not in a bad way I don't think I don't remember it as like thinking why did she have to do that? Like, uh, yeah. I didn't want people to. Yeah. It wasn't like, like, like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I remember on the day of the talk that I so so okay. So the breathing technique that I took was taught at this age was you breathe in, okay. and then you start to breathe out, and then speak. So you're kind of you're speaking on the out breath. So yes. it's very kind of calm. So like, yeah. move in and yeah. Yeah. and now we talk as we breathe yeah, okay. out, kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so on the day of the talk in front of the the school and the mums and dads, I stand up, I do my breath, and then I yeah. go to talk, and nothing comes out. Oh no! It's like, but then, but then what I did was I just I went, I breathed out, I took a pause breathed in and then did it perfectly fine right and then yeah. and then I remember my mum telling my speech therapist about mm. that and he was so pleased he was like I yeah. hoped that he would do that that yes. he would block stop pause breathe out and start again because then it teaches you that there's no rush you know you can yeah. if it doesn't come out at first you can breathe you can take that time and yeah, then speak yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and yeah. and of course I felt great once I'd done it um I got a real boost mm. and um um yeah really I really feel like I pushed on with my speech from that point but then of course when you yeah. reach your teenage years it will change it again yeah yeah so given what you've just said did your parents speak to your teachers about your speech i think so mm, okay that became more of a thing that they did when i was a teenager and it mm -hmm. became a much more of a big deal which we can talk about in a bit yeah um but when i was younger it definitely i think they knew but it wasn't i don't know it wasn't as big a deal to me then i don't no, think okay um so flipping that back to you did your teachers know i Honestly, don't think so. Um, on on the basis that nothing was ever said to me. I mean, the the only instance I can recall, I can't remember how old that I would have been, uh, but we were having to read something out in class, uh, taking it in turns to, I don't. Know, it may have been a poem or um, something from a book. I really don't know what. Um, and it came to my turn and I just had great difficulty um, saying anything. It was a, a real horrendous block. And I just remember the teacher saying to me, would you rather not read this? And okay. I think I just shook my head, but it was very embarrassing. And obviously all my friends sniggered and, you know, it, okay. it, it was not, not a nice experience. But that's about the only instance that I can 
remember but then the teacher said nothing to me at the end of the class which you would sort of kind of expected him to to have done uh, yeah. but I, I just don't think they maybe in those days knew how to deal with it I, I, I really don't know I kind of feel like perhaps they didn't know what was going on because yeah. the thing is now like it's in pub public view a lot more yes like stammering yeah. and speech yeah. and yeah. and things like men mental health as well like things yes. like yeah. like a stammer that you can't see that is going on behind like that's the whole like the iceberg you know you see yeah. the tip of it but there's so much more yeah. that's going on so perhaps yeah. a perhaps your teachers just didn't know what was going on and how to um, deal with that yeah no and i i i think anything that you did see or hear uh was of a comic nature so it was something that was made made fun of um, okay i'm absolutely certain that my parents said nothing to my teachers about my, my speech at all would you have liked them to and did you ever ask them to no no i i didn't i mean it, it was not to be honest something that was even much talk talked about at home right. yeah okay okay so no I, it I, it was just I don't know something that I just had to learn to deal with as best I, I could really which is not an ideal situation yeah. to be in um so in a in a world or in a time where the support for people with a stammer is pretty much nil. Um, yeah. How how did you deal with it? What what did you do um, in order to get through the difficult times? Well, I suppose the most obvious thing was to speak as little as I could get get away with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is the the obvious thing, which I suppose we have have all done. Um, so I think it probably made me quieter by nature than I would otherwise have been, which thankfully isn't the case now. Um, you know, I still managed to communicate with my friends. So it wasn't as if I was friendless. I, I certainly wasn't. No. Um, you know, I managed to, 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 you know, communicate with them and it would be really interesting, um, you know, to ask them now um you know what they thought about my speech were they aware of it you know I, I i just never had that conversation with them and don't now have the, the chance to to do that so it, it was a very a very um different world but it, it it was looking back on it quite isolating at times because you just didn't really quite know what was wrong with you but you did feel different from everybody else. So did you know, so you knew you had a stammer? Yes. But was there, was there a word for it? Like, does that make sense? Like did, was it, um, was there something you could pin, like you could say I've got a stammer or was it you just didn't know? I, I think it's more, I didn't know. I, I think I was aware of the word stammer. The word stutter, I think, was quite widely used then okay. as, as well. But I knew nothing about it. 
you know, what caused it. I certainly knew nothing about what you could do to try and help yourself. So breathing techniques and all of those kind of things. I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing at all. And I suppose I perhaps just thought that one of these days I would wake up and it would have gone away. It's interesting because this is different to my childhood in a sense that in the sense that I had support from my my mum my dad my my teachers my speech therapist yeah um you know I had loads of stuff like that going on um sorry just going back to you because I've got so many things I want to ask you Uh um because I I think about this a lot but do you reckon, do you sometimes, if you think about your school years and if you didn't have a stammer, do you think it would, do you think you'd be a different person? Like, do you think it would have had a massive effect on the things you did in your life and all that kind of thing? Uh, possibly. I, I mean, it, it certainly made me less confident than I would like to have been. Yeah. In, you know, making friendships and talking to people and all those kind of things that I've, you know, thankfully learned how to do later in life. Um, and I think I would have really enjoyed, I think, taking part in school plays and those kind of things, which I just didn't for, for obvious reasons. So, yeah. you know, un- un- unless I was forced to do something, I wouldn't. I wouldn't volunteer to to do it if it involved public speaking. Uh, so that that certainly is is something that I regret. Um, but strangely enough, when I look back on my school days, I, I don't have bad memories overall of my school days, and and you know still keeping regular touch with the sort of school and 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 you know have have been back on fairly regular occasions um to sort of visit it so it is quite strange because you would imagine that you know i would have a a really bad feeling about it but i i don't but it's when i talk about it and think about it in in relation to my speech um it it wasn't happy from from that point of view or, or i wasn't happy certainly yeah so i i think i'm the same like my my thoughts of school are almost all good. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed school when I was there. I've always loved to learn things. So uh-huh. I love doing courses um, and I love school. Um, I went to, U- to uni as well and I love that. Um, so, but I'm in the same boat as you when it comes to having con conf confidence I had I had close to none Mm. when it came to I was again like like you said with my friends and my close group I was I'd say I I didn't I wasn't a show-off you know I I didn't really talk a lot no but when it came to meeting new people or people I didn't know I just mm-hmm. I had nothing. I I I wouldn't 
I I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know if I could say it. Yeah. And I think as well, it was much of it. Much of it was not wanting them to put them in an awkward spot. Yeah. So if if I don't talk to them, then you know, because it because in my head, if I go and talk to them. It's just gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna stumble on words. I'm not gonna make my point. I might not. I might complete completely block. So mm-hmm. my kind of thoughts were, I I'll just I'll leave them to enjoy their life because they don't want me in it, and I'll mm-hmm. just stay quiet and I'll yeah and I'll do what I'm I'm doing. And I don't know if this is me, if this is a part of me, or if this is because of my stammer. But when I was at school, I my favourite times was being on my own. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I did quite a lot of things. So I did. So I went to school, and then I, I did loads of things. So I would have like some. I, you know, I'd play a sport or I, I mm-hmm. played piano. I was in a band. I, you know, I did these sorts sorts of things. But then, if I didn't have something on. I'd be going straight home and then I would a lot of the time just go to my room and you know just do some work or yeah. watch watch a film or something I I very yeah. rarely would go out and I would sometimes go out with friends but that uh-huh. but that was rare but I I would never go to something with people I knew I wouldn't know um and it's just the fear of talking that 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 was it like i i just didn't have the confidence at that age and it took me a long time to get it just to enjoy talking to people yeah yeah no i mean i i i i know exactly what you you mean and i mirrored that um, the last three years of school were a bit different for me because I, I became a, a boarder. Um, so that yes. was actually quite a challenging experience. I and mean, it was my choice to, to do it, to finish my education at the school that I'd been to since I was seven. But of course, becoming a boarder, it meant that you joined a boarding house with, you know, 40 50 other boys yeah um so therefore i didn't have the opportunity to do what you were just saying you know to sort of go go home and go up to my room because everything was basically communal you we we ate together um we we slept together effectively <laughs> because we we're in dormitories yeah um and we had what were called studies and there were typically four of us in a, a study, so you didn't even you, that, that there was there was nowhere apart from the toilet that you could go to where you could be on your own. Wow! And did did you did you want to be on your own, or or do you think that was a good thing that you weren't? I I think for me it was actually a good thing because I think strangely enough, although it, it didn't help my speech. But I think it helped my self-confidence and yeah. sort of got me used to being with with people. Um, I mean, like 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 you said, I, I would never have been a show off, and I think a lot of the time 
I was the one who was not talking, but I, I'm sure that I talked and communicated more than I would have done if I hadn't boarded. So I think from that point of view, I think it was actually a good thing. And I, I think I could have done with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would certainly, when I had an opportunity, so say at a weekend, um, you know, I would quite happily take myself off on, on my, my own. And I, I, I wouldn't look to be going and doing things with other boys. But that was a very limited opportunity because your life was pretty much controlled almost 24 hours a day, seven days a week by the nature of it. So, yeah, so look, 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 looking back on it, I, I you know, do think that it, it was, it, it, it did, it did do, do me good. Um, but then I think, as you were saying earlier, I opted not to go to university um, after I'd done my A-levels and, and went sort of straight into employment um, but again, I found that quite difficult because I was suddenly thrust into a working environment with, you know, a whole group of people that I had ne never met, met before. Yeah. My worst experience when it comes to school um, came when I was 14 and I, so I, I moved schools to right. do my to do my G, GCSEs, right. um, it was like it was a planned thing. It wasn't um, like I wasn't kicked out of another school or something. It was all right. all planned. Um, right. So you move to the school to do your, G, your G, G, GCSEs and finish school sort of thing. And one of the first things we had to do in a class was give a talk to the rest of the class about what we'd done that summer. All right. Yes. And we were told about it on the last, so we, the last three weeks of the, the year before, you go to your new school to meet, you know, meet your new friends and your te te teachers and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and on the last day or the last day but one, we got told when you come back, you're going to give a talk about what you've done this summer, which I remember at the time, because it seemed like such a long way off being like, Oh, that's cool. You know, I'm not going to stress about it. No. But then it really did play on my mind for that summer. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> I wouldn't go as far as saying it ruined it, but it was, mm. it played on my mind. And then when it came to doing it, um, so the first day back for this class, so it was an e English class. And no. the first day back, the teacher didn't say a thing about it. So I kind of was like, oh, perhaps she's forgotten. forgotten. <laughs> you know, perhaps, <laughs> you know, we'd have to do it now. That's great news. And then I think about the third day, she was like, oh, and you'll be doing your talks next week. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> oh, kind no. Of thing. And then I don't know if, I don't know how it worked, whether people put their hands up when they were, so like, so I think that she was like, who wants to go first? And someone puts a hand up and, and it was quite a big class. I remember going home that night just just terrified of having mm. to get up and give this speech. Just terrified. Yeah. And and I remember doing my talk to my mum and just I just couldn't get the words out. 
and uh, and just crying and crying. I was I was four, 14, so I wasn't a little child. No, no. And no. I was just crying and I just couldn't, I just couldn't get the words out. And and so I don't know, I think I would have said to my mum, like, you know, I I just I really don't want to do this. I can't, I don't think I can do this. So she phoned the school right. and the teacher and like sort of said, you know, he's got a stammer, finds really hard. Do you mind if he does his talk just to you, like at lunchtime or something? Right. Which was what we did. Okay. But then when it came to the class, like the end of it, um, because I hadn't gone and I kind of hoped that the teacher might kind of just say to the class, um, just so you know, Tom's going to do his at lunchtime. He has a stand up. Um, I can't, I, I don't know if I really wanted that or not, but I could yeah, yeah, sense yeah, yeah. people were looking. I could kind of sense yeah, yeah, they were like, and yeah. then, and then somebody like quite close to me said like, oh, you've, you've not gone kind of thing and mm. I was like oh yeah and they were like oh you're just a bit, a bit shy or whatever and I was like yeah something like that <laughs> um so then I went and I did the talk at lunchtime the following week okay. and that and that went fine but then the interesting thing was the next time we had a talk like that to, like we had because this came up a few times and my I think my mum phoned again and said you know, can you do it at lunchtime? And then when I turn mm -hmm. up at lunchtime, there's another three or four who have done uh, the same thing as me. Uh, right, right, so although right. they don't have a stammer, uh -huh. they're perhaps just as scared as I was yes, for a different exactly. reason. Yes. And yes. and then and then it and then the class began to hear about this. Uh, and then I remember the teacher saying like one a day being like you can't all come one by one to me, you know, like yeah, I don't yeah. have time for that. You know, yeah. the, the most right. I'll do is half and half. And, okay. you know, cause it's silly now, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's funny how they didn't have, have a stammer, or at least I didn't know that they did, but for no. them, it was still, they still found it hard to give a talk to the yeah. class. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is interesting, and it, it I suppose makes you realise that you're you're not as on on your own as you might think you are. That uh, people have all sorts of hang-ups about yeah. speaking in public, um, not necessarily with a, a stammer. I, I assume, based on what you, you were saying, that there was nobody else in your school or nobody else that you knew when you were growing up that had had a stammer. Not that I knew of, no, no. No. Was that the case with you? Um, interestingly, there, there was a chap at school, not in my class or I don't think even in my year. Uh, he did have a stammer. And interestingly, so did his father. And his father was a teacher. Oh, that's nice. Oh. So I knew, in fact, the leader of the scouts group that I was a part of had a stammer. Right. Um, so that was about as much as I knew about people with a stammer. Mm. Um, but there was no no one that I went to school with. No, no. I was friends, friends with at least. 
Yeah, because I sometimes think would if if there was someone with a stamina, would I like try to help them? Yeah, like, exactly. something like like would I've taken away having to do a talk from them and do it myself to protect them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, or would yeah. it ever be in a case of I'm here for me? You know, yeah. I, guess, I guess we won't know. But... No, no, or at least just to have somebody else that you could actually, I suppose, talk to, um, you know, and 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 not have any issues with talking about about stammering because you you both have have one, and whether that would that that would have helped you and him him or her. Maybe, yeah, that's a good point because then it might become more of a normal thing to talk about, yeah. and then yeah. maybe it's less of something because I spent most of my school years trying it wasn't that I didn't want people to know I yeah. didn't want to stammer in front of people yes yeah the same. So I spent yep. most of my school years trying not to stammer yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which pretty much means don't talk <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's interesting because that pretty much sums up what I did but you know sort of 40 years before you did so it, it is funny how things haven't necessarily changed a huge amount in, in certain respects. Yeah, although I think growing up in school now, you might, there'll be more of a change since I was at school to now Probably. than there was from you to me. Probably. Um, Probably. There's yeah. a lot more support yeah. now, I think. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess doing this podcast may help with that too, to yeah. to make it more of a norm like starts a starts a conversation thank you for listening to breaking the ice please like share and subscribe and we'll see you next time <laughs>